Pump up the volume on your parenting with Parent Pump Radio. Tune into something different that makes a difference. At Parent Pump Radio, instead of a ripple, we choose to create a splash. Get energized, get inspired, and get informed with how to parent in the new millennium with your host and parent coach super guide, Jacqueline T.D. Wynn. Hi, this is Jacqueline T.D. Wynn. Welcome to Parent Pump Radio. Our show is all about dynamic family leadership, becoming financially free, and leaving a profound legacy for our children. And this year, we have added family financial freedom as a major topic because we want to help families learn, act, and implement strategies to become financially free with topics ranging from debt elimination, student loans, credit, cash flow, investment, to money mindset and financial literacy. Be sure to get my book, True Legacy Wealth, Creating Generational Wealth Through Real Estate Investing, and the Amazon Amazing Itty Bitty Book on Family Leadership, 15 Simple Tips Successful Companies Use That Families Can Implement at Home. The link to the Amazon book is on is in the show notes. If you're looking for a speaker for your organization or event, please contact me at info at integrativeminds.com to schedule a meeting time. Our show is available on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, and today you're going to want to watch it on YouTube because we are going to be sharing screen and showing you some real life scenario. It's also syndicated on rethinkradio.org, oneideaway.com, and Arm Radio. Our guest is back. He is a successful businessman, investor, and attorney specializing in tax, business, real estate, and estate planning. He has a genuine love and passion for creating long-term relationship with his clients to educate them and really help them create multi-generational wealth for their family and financial freedom. And we actually co-wrote the book, True Legacy Wealth, Creating Generational Wealth Through Real Estate Investing. With no further ado, I'd like to introduce you to Maurice Kempner. Hi, Maurice. Hi, Jackie. How you doing? I'm doing awesome. <laughs> okay, so this is my cat. She's my co-host. She always stops by when I'm recording. Otherwise, she's asleep. Yeah. Today, we are going to talk about a scenario that people can use to invest in real estate. A lot of times people think I don't have any money, but they have this cash cow in their house because it's earned a lot of appreciation, especially in this market. You're going to show us today a scenario about how people can create cash flow using a HELOC so that they can buy income property and generate more cash flow. Let's have you share our screen. Now, listeners, why don't you share your screen while I tell the listeners I know a lot of you are listening on the podcast, but when you get a chance, please go to our YouTube channel, which is Parent Pump Radio, so that you can actually take a look at what we're doing. It'll be much easier. For those of you just listening in your car, we're going to try to go slowly, but but when you get a chance, please go to our YouTube channel. Okay, Maurice, I'm going to let you take it away. All right, so I'm going to use this HELOC calculator that you can use. We actually have it, and I think if you sign up for our free membership, you'll get on our email list where we email you sample properties that we have available and things like that, and we'll email you this spreadsheet so you can use it. And I'm going to try to do it in such a way that those of you who can't see it can still understand what's going on. The basic idea here is, is that if you have equity in anything, equity is like cash. 
in the sense that it is victimized very heavily by inflation. So if you take $100,000 of cash and you stick it in your mattress and you pull it out 10 years later at the current average rate of inflation, uh, it's a little over 3% a year for a, over a decade now, it'll be worth 30% less. In 20 years, it'll be worth 60% less. That's the same with equity. If you have equity in a property, say you have $100,000 of equity, the equity will be worth 30% less 10 years from now and 60% less in 20 years. Now the house will appreciate probably in value, that means it goes up in value, but it'll go up in value whether you have a loan on it or the house is completely paid off. So the appreciation has nothing to do with your equity. So when you just have equity sitting there in your property, it loses value over time and that causes your family or yourself to lose wealth over time, anytime you have equity. One of the things you can do, my family, I come from uh, wealthy family members for generations and they raised me uh, telling me all about money and, and multi-generational wealth and that's where I, where I get all this from. I'm not going to tell you a rags to riches story, that's not my life. But on the other hand, my family's known how to do well and prosper for, for many generations. And I share that with people who want to know. They always said, it's better to have open-ended loans uh, when you can get them. And when, so for example, when you have a business, you can have a business line of credit. A business line of credit is where you can put money in and take money out all you want up to your credit limit. A credit card is another type of open-ended loan. You can borrow the money, pay it down, borrow it, pay it down all you want. A regular closed-end loan is like your regular mortgage where you make a payment and then you can't get the money back out. You, whatever payment you make, it goes to the bank, that's it. If you make an extra payment, it can go to principal and reduce your loan, but you can't just write a check and get it out of there. Same with, say, a car loan. With the Home Equity Line of Credit, or HELOC, you can get a line of credit on your house. Usually they'll give it to you for up to 80% of the value of your home. And any equity you have in there can be used as an open-ended loan. So it's an interest-only loan that usually goes for 10 years, and then you have to amortize it from that point or refinance it. But you can usually just extend it for another 10 years. And so... Any money you pay into your HELOC loan account reduces your mortgage balance. Any money you take out increases your mortgage balance because the home equity line of credit is secured against your house in this case that we're talking about. If you had a mortgage on your house for $400,000 and you could get a, let's say the house was worth a million dollars. I'm just rounding numbers here to, to illustrate. That means you could borrow $800,000, right? So what you would do, is you want to become your own bank. So you go down to the bank and you replace your regular closed-end mortgage loan with an open-ended home equity line of credit. And now you're going to have a home equity line of credit in this example with an $800,000 credit line and a $400,000 balance. The reason it has a $400,000 balance is because you replaced your regular mortgage with a balance of $400,000. And now it's all one big HELOC or home equity line of credit. There's no regular mortgage on it anymore. Now the interest rates on HELOCs are running around six and a half percent right now. So I put that number in there to uh, use in our example here to illustrate things. 
and I put a net monthly income after taxes, $10,000. Let's say you got a married couple, they're bringing home $10,000 a month. And this is if they're not doing any retirement. In my opinion, you just don't do your 401ks or other things. Instead, you're going to invest in real estate, which is a much better investment, in my opinion. So let's say that's the assumption that we're going to use. And so you maximize your net monthly take-home pay as much as you can. Let's say it's $10,000. And let's say your monthly expenses are $2,200 a month. So there's no, in your monthly expenses, we're not including your mortgage because the mortgage is in the home equity line of credit payment. And we're not considering that in these expenses. You're going to pay off everything with your home equity line of credit. And the only loan you're going to have is your home equity line of credit. And so that's the only loan payment you're going to make. The expenses, $2,200, that's like gas, electric, fuel for your car, clothes. Food. Yeah. All those, all those you know, regular expenses. expenses. So if you did that, the way it would work is every month you would put in your income and it would, you would put in your, your monthly income and that would be your $10,000. You just deposit that right in the bank, right? Right. Once you do that, your mortgage balance is going to go down by $10,000 right away. The interest only payment on that at 6.5% in the first month would be 2178 So they're going to take that back out. And then you're going to take $2,200 back out also. So in this home equity line of credit account, you're going to be able to write checks just like a regular bank account. So instead of depositing your money into a regular checking account where you get no interest or anything, everything you deposit in your home equity line of credit, and you want to make sure it has an average that the interest is calculated on the average daily balance on the, on the home equity line of credit that you get. Every day that you have money in there, it, it's just the same as earning interest because it's preventing you from paying interest that you would otherwise pay. After 61 months, which is about five years, your house would be completely paid off. So that $400,000 that you owe on the house is paid off in five years based on this scenario. Yeah. So what would happen is it would... You know, you'd have the $400,000 loan balance and it would go down every month. You can see here in the balance column, it goes down every month. Your interest only payment goes down every month also because you're only paying interest on the balance. Um, so if we do that and the remaining amount of money stays in your, in your HELOC, then that is just reducing your mortgage, right? So the total interest that you're going to pay over that five-year period of time at 6.5%, it's going to be $70,738. Now, if you go and you get a regular mortgage for 3.5% interest, that's 30 years, and you make the same payment every month for 30 years, over that same period of time, over that 30-year period of time, you're going to pay $246,000 of interest. Oh, my God, more than three times the interest. Yeah. So it's uh, almost $200,000 more interest than if you just paid off your house. Even though it's half the interest rate. Yes, because it's the time, the amount of time that you're being charged interest and the balance, the size of the balance that creates all the interest debt, right? 
even if I go back to the home equity line of credit here, and let's say we raise it to 9%, mm-hmm. then you know the interest you're going to pay is 108000 and it will take a little longer. It's going to take, instead of 61 months, it would take 66 months to pay off your property. That's a few more months to pay it off, and you would pay a little more interest. So home equity lines of credits usually have variable rates, but even if they go up and down significantly, which they haven't had a history of doing for quite some time now, it's still going to be less overall interest that you're going to pay than if you had a regular mortgage loan. Okay. So the bank not going to tell you this because obviously they rather take 250 plus thousand dollars of your money as opposed to $70,000 of interest payment. Exactly. Right. And uh, that's how they're making their money. So the way they make money is they actually create the money out of thin air. They're allowed to do that under our uh, reserve banking system that we have. So they only have to keep 10% of the money that they have deposited or that they get from the Federal Reserve. They only have to keep 10% of that. The rest they can loan out. So if they go in and they get a million dollars from the Federal Reserve or they have a million dollars in deposits, they can loan 900000 of it. And um, I'm sorry, they can loan $9 million dollars. And they can just have a million dollars in their reserve. So that $9 million, if they went to the Federal Reserve or people deposited a million dollars into the bank, they just have to keep 10% of what they loan. So they can loan $9 million, keep the million dollar deposit, and that's 10% of the total $10 million. They loan $9 million of it. So that $9 million, in other words, is, just comes out of thin air. They're not they're not paying interest on it. They loan it to you for three and a half percent. They're just paying interest on the million dollars they borrowed from the Federal Reserve or that they're paying depositors. That's it. The rest of that money, they're not paying any 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 interest on. So on $9 million that they've created out of thin air, they're, they're charging three and a half percent. This is how they make their money. Would that we could all do something like that, right? Right. Now we have the sweet spot. What can you do? You have, you're paying off your property much quicker. How can we help them with making even more cash flow with investing in properties? Yeah. So here's, uh, so let's say that you want to buy some real estate, right? So let's say what you're typically going to have to do. So the type of properties we sell, they cash flow pretty good. So we look for stuff that has a 10% rent to price ratio or better. So what that means is let's say that your property is a $100,000 house and you get $10,000 in gross rent. We're not figuring expenses or anything. That's just the rent that's charged to the tenant. That's a 10% rent to price ratio because $10,000 is 10% of the $100,000. $10,000 per year, not per month. Yeah, per year. That's a 10% rent to price ratio. So if you had a $600,000 uh, home in California, let's say, you'd have to get $60,000 a year rent to get a six per, or a 10% rent to price ratio. And that just doesn't happen. That's one of the reasons why we don't use California for buy and hold rent properties because they just don't cash flow as well. So with that kind of a cash flow minus expenses, what you do is you go down and you just, well, let me back up a little bit. What you usually do is you'll go to a bank 
and you'll apply and you'll get a loan to buy the rental property, right? And they're going to want 20% down plus some closing costs. So you end up putting about $25,000 down on your $100,000 uh, property. And then you've got to apply for the loan, do all this paperwork. They go back and forth. You know how they do. Well, we need this. We need that. And now we need this and that. And it goes on. And then you got a 30-day minimum escrow and all these other things. Now that instead, if you have this home equity line of credit, like we're talking about here, and you have an $800,000 credit line, you can come in here and just write a check for $100,000 right out of your home equity line of credit. You don't have to do a, a loan or apply for a loan with the bank to get a loan to buy this rental property. So now let's increase the, the balance on that loan from 400,000 to 500,000. And let's increase the income from $10,000 a month to $11,000 a month because we're getting about $1,000 a month more income from the rent on this rental property. Now, I'm just rounding these numbers off to show the, uh, the principle of how this works. But it's $10,000 a, $10, a year, so that's less than 1000 a month, right? It's about 800 a month. What are you talking about? You said 10000 if there, the income is $10,000 a year. Well, their net monthly income, remember, was $10,000 a month. So they're making $10,000 a month take-home pay. But now they wrote a check out of their HELOC for $100,000 and they bought a rental property. Yeah, but you're saying it's a 10% price ratio. So $10,000 a year. That, but you're getting the two confused. Uh, just follow with me here. So I think you are anyway. I'm, I'm, I'm a little confused myself, so I might, <laughs> I might be the one confused. But... So we'll just go through the steps again. You take, you write a check. You, we have this rental property that's a house for a hundred thousand dollars, and uh, you're going to, after expenses and everything, a hundred thousand dollar house. The once we sell, they're usually going to have a rent to price ratio of 13 percent. I'm just saying ten percent is the minimum. Got it. Got it. Okay. Maybe that's where the confusion. Yeah. Yeah. Got it. Okay. So after you pay the property taxes and property management, all this, you're going to be around $1,000 a month income after your expenses from that rental property. Okay. So now your balance on your home equity line of credit goes from $400,000 to $500,000 because you wrote a check for $100,000 to buy the rental property. Your monthly take-home pay goes from $10,000 a month to $11,000 a month because now you got $1,000 a month coming in from your rental property. Now, with that being the case, to get back down to $400,000, it takes about 17 months. So in other words, you put your $11,000 a month into your home equity line of credit, you pay your expenses out of there, you pay your interest-only payment, and after about 17 months, that $100,000 house is paid off. Okay, got it. Got it? So then you come back up here, you you do another hundred thousand and you're back up to five hundred thousand again because you paid it down to four hundred. Right. So now you actually own two prop you own your your primary resident and an income property. Right. And then we change the monthly income from eleven thousand to twelve thousand because now you got two properties. Right. Paying rent. Now the time it takes to get back down to four hundred thousand is between fourteen and fifteen months. So see. Mm -hmm. Every time you buy property, the time it takes to pay it off gets smaller and smaller until eventually, I mean, I know people who 
are paying a house off every month now. Usually in this way, over a period of um, 10 to 15 years, we can equal somebody's income by doing this. And that's how we do it. So let's say they had an $800,000 uh, credit line and, we, and they just bought all the rental properties they could. Their current balance would be 800000 and their monthly income would, you would add another 4000 onto that, so they'd be at 14000 if they just bought a bunch of them all at once. To get down, back down to 400000 it would take, let me see, scrolling down here, it would take about 48 months. So in 48 months, those four properties would be paid off. And then it's completely cash. You own it completely outright. Yep. In 85 months, all the properties in your house would be paid off. Wow. You just keep going like this, and, and it's a much easier way to uh, buy the properties and accumulate, you know, increase your monthly income. Now, how do we find these calculators? Can you give us the sites? Well, so if you go to Minuteman Tax, Dot com. We have a uh, mortgage calculator in there. It's a comprehensive mortgage calculator, and that'll calculate a regular mortgage for you. And that's where I'm getting all this, for those of you who can see it here, that's where all this information is coming from. And it'll show you your balance every year and, and all of that. Okay. So there's that. We'll have the link in the show notes, but minutemantax.com is where Maurice, which is his business website, and you'll find all of these calculators in there, and you can put in your scenario. So you can you can fix it, Jackie, so that it goes right. If you just put the link in there, you can fix it yeah. so it goes right, right to that calculator, it. and then they just put in the information, and it'll calculate and detail their regular mortgage, and then we can send them the other calculator. Yeah. Oh, so, so the, the other calculator, we have to you'll have to send them, right? Yeah, it's an Excel spreadsheet. It's oh, in an one. Excel spreadsheet. Yeah. Okay. So we will, you can just send that out to anybody that signs up. Okay. So this is a much quicker way and cheaper way to pay off your house. Right. And a way to accumulate wealth. Estate. Now, let's say you just paid off your house and then you went in and you bought uh, eight rental properties. Then your monthly income would be $18,000. A month because you're going to add eight thousand dollars a month onto your income. Now you see how eight thousand is getting very close to the ten thousand dollar a month income you have as far as uh, breaking even. And if you did that, then you know it's it's five years to pay off those. It's sixty months to pay off those eight properties. So let's say you took five years to pay off your house. And then once it's all paid off, you just use the HELOC and you buy eight properties. Now it takes five years to pay those off. That's 10 years. You see how we're able to equal your income in 10 years? So now after 10 years, you're already at $8,000 a month versus $10,000 a month. So it's very easy to get another $2,000 a month over the next five years. Yeah. And if you're wondering where you're going to get these $100,000 property that cash flows 10 to 12% minimum, you can go to truelegacywealth.com. And that's where we do the turnkey real estate property investing which means that Maurice's team finds the property, rehabs it, 
And they also property manage the property. So you don't have to get those late night phone calls. You can enjoy your children, your family, and doing what you love. Yes, exactly. How can people find you, Maurice? Uh, Well, truelegacywealth.com is the real estate program. Minutemantax.com is the regular, uh, we do thousands of tax returns and other uh, legal stuff for people. That's the website for that stuff. For the real estate at truelegacywealth.com. And then, like you said, you can just put the link in there for this mortgage calculator. They can click on it. It'll go directly to that calculator. Yeah, and you can go to truelegacywealth.com and schedule a phone call. And we will contact you and we can talk to you about this scenario, your scenario, any questions that you may have on how to make more money. And you can see in this example how, to me, rather than invest in a regular 401k or IRA, wouldn't it be better to do something like this where you can equal your income in 10, 15 years in a lot of cases, depending on your particular situation, just on average, we're able to do that with people. And you don't have to wait until you retire to equal your income. And in 10, 15 years, if you wanted to, and your income is equaled, you could just retire then and concentrate on investing. Yeah. And the great thing about this income property is that it stays with the rate of inflation. Like you said, with 401k, every year you're losing 3%. In 20 years, that's 60% of your money. With properties, you increase the rent by 3% every year. So you always stay with inflation. If you'd have retired 20 years ago, after you take out the money from your 401k and you lose money due to inflation, so you have to keep taking more out every year, and then you throw back in whatever you earn on your 401k, and then you pay taxes on it, it's, it's not enough to keep your balance the same or make it go up in almost every case. So then it turns into a race between whether you die first or you run out of money first. Let's say you bought real estate. You had real estate and you retired 20 years ago. Well, are the properties worth more now than they were 20 years ago? Uh, we actually did a episode, Joss, all about IRA versus real estate. We actually are out of time, Maurice. Please go there to that podcast and you can see what we're talking about, IRA versus real estate investing. Thank you, listeners. Also go to YouTube, our channel on YouTube, Parent Pop Radio, so you can watch the actual numbers as we do it. To get to the mortgage calculator that you saw in the presentation, go to MinutemanTax.com. That's MinutemanTax.com. Go down to the middle of the page, and the mortgage calculator is there. You can also click right below that for more calculator, and it'll take you to another page that will give you a plethora of different types of calculator and to get the HELOC calculator that you saw you can email Maurice at minutemantax at gmail.com that's minutemantax at gmail.com to get the HELOC calculator tell him you heard it on Parent Pump Radio thank you very much and keep on learning and keep on growing thank you so much for joining us today go to parentpumpradio.com and click on the pink box on the top of our homepage to listen to our new and archived shows to be instantly notified of new episodes subscribe to our rss feed the rss feed button is located at the top of the page where all our shows are featured and after listening to the show go to parentpumpradio.com or our facebook page to leave your comments questions and topic suggestions until next time have a wonderful week